One of the Islanders' top prospects is headed to Bridgeport. We'll talk about that. We've also got a full preview of tonight's final meeting of the season against the New York Rangers. All that and a lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR vs. NYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. I'll give you some instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to talk to fans during the games and really anytime. So feel free to hit me up via email or via Twitter. Lots going on right now with the New York Islanders. Uh, but the big news is that Atu Rate, who was the Islanders' top pick, he was a second-round pick, but the top pick in this past year's draft, uh, spent the season in Finland and now is back in North America and is going down to Bridgeport. Now, this is exciting news because if the Bridgeport Islanders make the playoffs this year, Atu Rate has a chance to really get a taste of the North American game, get to know some of his potential future teammates, and really do a lot. Now, here's what happened. He was in training camp with the Islanders uh, this past fall. We talked about that on the show when he was there, and he made some good impressions during the preseason then headed, headed back to Finland. He was assigned to Karpat. I hope I'm coming even relatively close to pronouncing that. But struggled there. And then was traded to uh, Jokerit. Again, my finish is not so good, but bear with me. Uh, and, and was coached by former Islander Ole Jokinen there. And in 41 games, under Jokinen's guidance, he had 40 
40 points in 41 games, breaking it down to uh, 13 goals, 27 assists, and he really looked a lot more like the player the Islanders thought they were getting when they drafted him. Now, Jokerit's season ended. Their playoff season, uh, they, they, their series, six-game series ended. They're out of the playoffs. And so the Islanders took him back, and he was officially assigned to Bridgeport. Now, there are two games left this weekend for Bridgeport. The Islanders still are in control of their own destiny. And here's what Barry Trotz had to say. Since he got traded, he stepped into a real prime spot and had a terrific year. He's an important prospect for us. I saw him yesterday, Trotz said. He was on the ice for a bit. He looks stronger. He looks bigger. He looks like the player everybody expected when he was drafted. And here's what his coach in Finland, Ole Jokinen, had to say, and I think this was a big deal. Uh, first of all, Jokinen said he worked with him on face-offs, but here's the other thing he said. A big thing for me was teaching him how to play center in North America. So he improved all those areas that usually young players are lacking. Battle level, playing in straight lines, net drives. Uh, he, he, you know, on the power play, he sort of played the Anders Lee kind of role, mental toughness, and how to stay in the moment, skating and quick turns, and mental preparation. He is a great kid who wants to learn every day. So that coming from his coach in Finland, Ole Jokinen, a name Islander fans may remember from his time with the team. Now, here's the deal. He'll play most likely the two games this weekend for Bridgeport. But if Bridgeport makes the playoffs, he'll get at least four, maybe as many as seven, and if the Bridgeport Islanders win a round or two, he can go play, you know, 10, 12, 15 games in the postseason. But each one of those games gives him more of a chance to acclimate to North American hockey, to acclimate to life in the United States, to get to know some of his future teammates, to get coaching from the Bridgeport Islanders staff and really to, uh, you know, just find out what it takes to play professional hockey in the United States and in North America and for the Islanders organization. Now, would Rate make the Islanders team next year? Probably a year away, I think he's probably more likely to be a 2023-2024 kind of a prospect. But just getting him here and getting him on that playoff run is a step forward and something helpful to him and to the organization. And I think it's a great thing that the Islanders are doing this. And let's see how he does uh, during that stint and hopefully it's more than just the two games this weekend hopefully Bridgeport the Bridgeport Islanders can go on a a long playoff run now also wanted to mention uh coming up this Saturday 1 30 p.m at the Northwell Health Ice Center the Islanders practice facility 
200 Merrick Avenue, East Meadow, New York, right near the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, the Islanders and Rangers alumni will be meeting in a charity uh, event. And uh, look, you'll see players like Pierre Turgeon, Benoit Ho, Darius Kasparitis, Marius Tchaikovsky. They will face off in against a team of Rangers alumni in an exhibition that will support the Northwell Health Foundation. General admission tickets are $25 each. And if you go to the Islanders official website, you can get more information. And look, there are some other things that you can do. You can... Uh, sit in the penalty box. You can purchase tickets to get a group on ice photo with both teams. Um, you can get a VIP ticket that will allow you to meet all the participating alumni. Uh, all kind, yeah, You can let your kid be a stick kid and be on the bench with the alumni. There are a whole lot of things you could do. But listen to this, the rosters, and, and they are subject to change. Uh, Brian Trache is going to coach the Islanders team. You got Adrian Acoin, Aaron Asham, Sean Bates, Eric Cairns, uh, Radek Martinek, Steve Webb, uh, who was our Islanders' birthday of the day yesterday. Uh, Ron Greshner and Pete Stemkowski will be coaching the Rangers. They'll have Adam Graves, Darren Langdon, Stefan Matteau, Brian Mullen, Colton Orr, Tom Laidlaw, Brandon Dubinsky. So it, it'll be a fun matchup. Uh, and, you know, if you want to have a nice day of hockey and, and support a great charity. This is the opportunity to do it. And I'll tell you right now, no bad seats in the house at the uh, Northwell Health Ice Center. It's not that big of a complex. You really want to get close to some of your uh, favorite former Islanders or Rangers. This is a great opportunity. We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. We will take a look at tonight's game between the Islanders and the Rangers, including what the Islanders have to do to play spoiler as the Rangers are fighting for first place. We've got that and our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more all to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's Insane Protection Program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. So give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, Ten meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON, one word, LOCKEDON, to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season, 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses, and it's backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. So tonight, the Islanders face the Rangers. This will be the fourth and final meeting between these two teams. The uh, Rangers won the first meeting 4-1. to one. Islanders then won the next two 3-0 and 2-1. So this is the rubber match. If the Islanders uh, win this one, they will take the season series this year from the Rangers. Rangers, uh, right now, 
tied with the Carolina Hurricanes with 106 points. Both teams have played 77 games. They are battling for first place in the division. And you know the Islanders would love nothing more than to spoil the Rangers' chances of getting to first place. The big thing for the Rangers this year has been defense and goaltending. They presently have given up fewer goals than any other team in the league, just 188 goals all season. And the big reason for it is Igor Shesterkin. He is 36-11-4 this year, a 2.01 goals against average, and an unreal 936 save percentage. And, you know, the, like we've talked about a number of times on the show, Shesterkin and Sorokin going to be a, a big part of this rivalry uh, between the Islanders and the Rangers for the foreseeable future. And look, this is a Rangers team that is fast, that is deeper now that we've gotten to the uh, after the trade deadline. They added some depth. And like I said, they're fighting for first place right now. Injury-wise, Capo Caco is out. Tyler Mott is out. And Sammy uh, Blaze is on the IR. But look, you know the names from this Rangers team. Artemi Panarin leading the team with 92 points, 70 of them assists. Mika Zibanejad, 78 points. And Chris Kreider, 50 goals on the year. Those three players that we mentioned... Kreider, Zabinijad, and Panarin. The only three with 20 or more goals on the team right now. Ryan Strom has 19. He has a pretty good shot at it. Alex Lafreniere has 17. But you look at this, the way they're doing things. Goal scoring, they're middle of the pack. 15th. Goals against, as we mentioned, they are first. Special teams, big for the New York Rangers. Fifth on the power play, and their power play is important to their success. Eighth on the penalty kill, and on the power play, Kreider, half of his 50 goals, 25 on the power play. Panarin has 32 power play assists, and, you know, you you look at those guys, and then Adam Fox, uh, rather, 32 also power play assists. These are guys that really are dangerous when you give them that extra bit of time and space. We look at the lineup. Top line, Zabinijad, Kreider, and Frank Vetrano. Ryan Strom centers the second line, the former Islander, with Panarin to his left, Andrew Kopp to his right. Philip Cheadle is the third-line pivot with Lafreniere and Barkley Goodrow on either side of him. And from left to right, the fourth line, Dryden Hunt, Kevin Rooney. And Ryan Reeves. Ryan Lindgren and Adam Fox are the top defense pair. Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba the second. And then Patrick Nemeth and Braden Schneider are the third pair. And of course, the goaltending unit, Shisterkin and Alexander Georgiev. Very important for the Islanders. Number one, stay out of the penalty box. This team is so dangerous when they have the extra attacker. Don't let them get too many chances with the extra skater. And look, the Rangers are hot right now. They have three straight wins all by shutout. That's how good defensively this team has been in their last three games. They've also won four out of their last five. So number one, 
Don't take foolish penalties. Stay out of the penalty box. Number two, do not allow players like Zabinijad and Panarin, uh, who are fast and who move well, to have a lot of time and space in the neutral zone. If the Rangers come at you in the zone with speed and they can create space, you're going to be in trouble. And that is definitely a part of their formula for success. Here's another. Other than Mika Zibinijad, this is not a great face-off team. And if the Islanders, you know, they've got some pretty good, Sezikis is very good on the face-offs, Pajot is good on the face-offs. If the Islanders can win 55, 60% of the face-offs in this game, take possession of the puck, that gives the Islanders an edge, and that would be an important edge uh, when push comes to shove. So that and the other thing is keep the zone clears simple and shoot the puck a little bit more than the Islanders tend to shoot. If they can do those things and get some very good goaltending, not sure whether they'll go with uh, Varlamov or uh, Shosturkin, uh, Varlamov or Sorokin, excuse me. Uh, but rest assured, you look at the schedule, uh, you got two games over the weekend. Uh, Saturday at Buffalo, Sunday at home against Carolina. The two goalies are going to split those two games. So I would get the feeling that Varley may get the start uh, against the Rangers, but maybe not. Maybe you go uh, Sorokin, Varlamov, Sorokin. We'll see what Barry Trotz has in mind. But look, we know the Islanders are not going to make the playoffs, but if you beat the Rangers and keep them out of first place, you play spoiler, that is a win for the New York Islanders. And, you know, nobody thought at the beginning of this season that that's what the Islanders would be playing for this time of year. But overall, you got to be happy with the idea that this team can do something to spoil the Rangers' fun and uh, and their chances of winning first place and, and getting home ice advantage, at least in the first couple of rounds in the play, of the playoffs, if they get that far. Should be a good one. I'll be live tweeting during the game. And uh, always intense when these two teams meet on the ice. When we come back, we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day. A player who played for both the Islanders and the Rangers, uh, fittingly enough. Uh, let's see if you can guess who it is. Played with the Islanders in the mid to late 90s. Uh, and then played for the Rangers in the late 90s uh, and very early 2000s. So let's see if you could figure out who it is. And uh, we'll also have some parting thoughts about tonight's game and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Hey, Stanley Cup playoffs are just a couple of weeks away, not even. Uh, plenty of bets you can make on that. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, 
we're a little early on this one. Uh, Saturday will be the 49th birthday for former Islanders center Derek Armstrong. Islanders drafted Armstrong, the native of Ottawa, Ontario, in the sixth round in the 1992 entry draft. He had some very good offensive seasons in junior with the Sudbury Wolves. His last year with Sudbury, 44 goals and 106 points in 66 games. And he was still a good goal scorer in the minors, but at the NHL level, never really quite got it together. And, you know, his best season with the Islanders, 1996-97, 50 games, 6 goals, 13 points in that year. Also spent some time in 93-94 and 95-96. So he had his, his time there. Went on to Ottawa, then to the Rangers in 98-99 through 2000-2001, and then finished up his career with a, a, a pretty good stint with the LA Kings, and then briefly with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he ended up playing in 477 NHL games, 72 goals, 221 points, and 355 penalty minutes. Never played in an NHL postseason game and you know here's a guy who in the minors uh you know had 29 goals for the Hartford Wolfpack uh which was the Rangers affiliate 23 goals for the Salt Lake Golden Eagles when they were the Islanders affiliate in the mid 90s but at the NHL level probably needed a little more time and space to be effective uh as compared to what he tended to get uh against the best players in the world. We're going to look at one of Derek Armstrong's better games with the Islanders. January 22nd, 1997, Fisherman Jersey era. Islanders hosting the Edmonton Oilers at the Coliseum. Curtis Joseph got the start for Edmonton. Eric Fischow, the goalie for the Isles. And in the first period, Brian McCabe got the Islanders on the board at the 1853 mark, his seventh of the year from Brian Smolinski and Ziggy Palfi. Islanders up 1-0 after one. But in the second period, with Smolinski off for elbowing, Andre Kobolenko scores his 23rd from future Islander player and coach Doug Waite and Jason Arnott at 338. Islanders and Oilers all even at one. But then... Derek King, his 14th from Marty McGinnis and Brian McCabe at 9-10. King striking again two minutes and five seconds later, his 15th from Travis Green. And then at 15-59, Ziggy Palfi, his 27th from Brian Smolinski and Brian Berard. Islanders up 4-1 after 40 minutes. In the third, Marty McGinnis, his 14th from Derek King and Travis Green, just 23 seconds into the period. And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Derek Armstrong. His fourth from Brent Hughes at 6.39. Paul Cruz, his fifth from Steve Webb and Brian Smolinski at 10.28. And then Webb, his first on the power play uh, with Louis DeBrusque off for boarding. Doug Huda and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Derek Armstrong with the assist. Eric Fischel only facing 17 shots on goal in this game. The Islanders out shooting the Oilers. 31 to 17, and for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Derek Armstrong, a goal and assist. He was a plus two. 
and he had two shots on goal in this one. Curtis Joseph started the game, gave up the first five goals. Bob Essenza gave up the last three in relief, but for the Islanders, a convincing 8-1 to one win over the Edmonton Oilers uh, and a strong game from Derek Armstrong. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Look, tonight, Islanders, Rangers, always fun, always exciting. You know the crowd will be intense and divided. Uh, and good to see the Rangers coming to the UBS arena. You know, funny thing, a lot of people complained about the Barclays Center for different reasons, whether it was the sight lines or the inconvenience of getting there for a lot of people. But one good thing about the UBS, uh, the Barclays Center, the Rangers did terribly there whenever they visited. So hopefully the Islanders can establish uh, the UBS arena as a place that the New York Rangers quite simply do not want to play. And uh, we'll see, you know, what they're able to do tonight. Be great to spoil things for them, that's for sure. Tomorrow, we'll have our key takeaways from the game against the Rangers. Plus, we'll preview this weekend's games in Buffalo and against Carolina. Season winding down right now. Uh, six games left, including tonight's game against the Rangers. And we'll talk more about a lot of different things concerning the Islanders as we head down the stretch. want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.